This podcast was presented by the Miami Rescue Mission Broward Outreach Centers, also known as The Caring Place. www.caringplace.org Welcome to Mission Possible, the good news program sponsored by The Caring Place with campuses at Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. They are celebrating their 100th anniversary serving the homeless, hungry, abused, and needy families. They continue to feed the hungry, care for the needy, and help rescue and change lives every day. Now your host for Mission Possible, the Good News Program, and the president of The Caring Place, here is Ronald Brummett. Good morning, South Florida, and welcome to Mission Possible, the Good News Program, brought to you by the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. We are The Caring Place and have been caring for the homeless and needy here in South Florida since 1922. Good morning again. I'm Ron Brummett. I happen to be the president of the mission, and I want to tell you from the bottom of my heart, if it's the first time you're tuning into this program, Program. We have good news here today. You know, all throughout the world, are we hearing bad news? You go to social media and turn on the uh, TV, whatever you're getting your news sources. If it bleeds, it leads it in our news system. But there is good news in our communities. And I want you to know that as we serve those in the greatest of need, those women and children that come to our doors, men that have been on the streets, people that have served in our armed forces and are, are come back and just disillusioned with life and end up on the streets, uh, that there's people that care. And just last week, uh, we had a tremendous graduation ceremony. I know you heard about it last week, but I was just thinking about it this week. On Saturday, uh, we had 50 men and women who were formerly homeless, people that you might have seen as you go through the cities of Broward and Miami-Dade, people you might see laying on a bus bench or, or begging at a street corner or maybe coming up to you at a gas station and asking you for money, uh, people that were just left out, lost, disillusioned, given up. Uh, some of the women that we deal with are abused women that are coming from battered homes and have, have taken their children with them. And here they were on caps and gowns being honored in over 300 people in our auditorium and our activity center in Miami. Uh, music was being played. People were telling their stories. And there was not a dry eye in the house. You know, when people are hurting and are maybe in your own life, maybe you've had family members or maybe it's been you that has made terrible mistakes. Maybe you didn't end up homeless. Maybe you didn't blow everything, but uh, you hurt somebody or somebody hurt you. And then there's that healing that takes place. You know, a, a mother and a son, a father and a daughter, a brother and a sister, just friends that have just hurt each other. And then they've come together. And we saw that on Saturday. In fact, we're seeing it all during the year. That is good news. That is lives that are being restored, uh, you know. We're talking about people who are formerly homeless, and we want to concentrate. You know, they're homeless. We get them into one of our centers in Broward or Miami, and then what happens to them? You know, do they just get fed and get some clothes and then maybe get a house? Well, of course we want to take care of them. We want to make sure that they're well-fed. You know, when you're on the streets, you don't eat too well. You don't take care of yourself. If you're poor, you're not eating well. And so we want you to come and feel that you're you're loved and respected, give you great meals. And, and I'll talk about that, how you can help with that, by the way. Get you a, a shower and clothes, hygiene products, and then just start telling you that you're worth something. And for many, many people, and if you're listening today, maybe you fall in this group, people sometimes, they can't understand how someone can love them unconditionally. Just love them because they're there. 
not because they've done something for them, not because uh, they've accomplished something in life, not because they quid pro quo, just because they're a human being. And we are a Christian organization. We believe that God has created everyone in his image and everyone has great value. It doesn't matter what creed or color or race or ethnicity or culture. Uh, None of that really matters before a holy God that we're all equal in his sight and that every single person has dignity. And sometimes that's very hard to understand. You know, if you feel that you're unlovable, you're a drug addict, you're a street urchin, you're a prostitute, you've made mistakes. And many of the people that come to us for help are feeling those kind of feelings. But they come in, they get, they start getting fed, they start getting going to classes, they start getting hope. We want them to have a relationship with their creator. Uh, it's not necessary, but of course we want to have spiritual development as well as a Christian organization. And then people start getting hope. And they start understanding my life can change. And it often begins with that first meal. Those graduates last Saturday, not yesterday, but the Saturday before, I came in. Many of them will tell you, you know, I came in here. I didn't want to get my life changed. I just want to get out of the rain for a while. And I want to get something to eat. And boy, the food was good. And the people were nice. And I just decided to stay. And you can be a part of that. Uh, during the summer months, it's, it's, we call it the summer slump. It's up, upon us right now. People go on vacations. Uh, people are generous during the year, but you know people do take breaks. And they get out and they want to enjoy life a little bit, especially being cooped up with COVID and having a resurgence of COVID. We want, people want to go out and have a fun time. But for $2.10, now listen, $2.10. That's so little bit of money, just just a teeny bit of money. You can make a difference in a person's life. You can go to caringplace.org slash hope. That's caringplace.org slash hope. For $2.10, you can provide a hot, nutritious meal that can often start to a life change. I've been here over 30 years. I've seen it over and over and over again. When I saw those graduates walk, can you imagine? eating out of dumpsters, you know, begging for food. Now they're in their right mind. They're being honored. They have diplomas for their accomplishments. They're walking across the stage. They've made new friends. If they don't have family here or friends, they've made new friends. Some family members have been reunited. They're there. They're weeping, daughters and moms. Uh, We had a wonderful uh, party afterwards. Uh, After the graduation service, we had a wonderful party, and here they were, smiling, joking, uh, not, not drinking, not doing drugs, not stealing, not begging, but just enjoying life. And that's what it's all about. And you can help. You can be a big part of that. For $21, you can provide 10 meals. And I'm going to believe big today that there's someone out there right now that can do $2,100. Wow, that would be wonderful. A thousand meals, $2,100. But if you can do $2.10, it goes a long way as well. And by the way, last Saturday, we also had the wonderful opportunity to honor the refounders of the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. They actually saw the name being changed to the Caring Place. Um, they served, They came in 1972. Uh, Dr. Jacobs and Miss J uh, have been friends of mine, but actually I call them mom and dad in the faith. Uh, they've been very good mentors to me, but they came and they saw a great need. He's a tremendous gospel singer, good tenor voice, 
uh, was singing all across America, led a big church, had a big uh, church ministry uh, that he had for music. And yet he saw a need right here in Miami. And he said, you know, the Lord spoke to him and said, you know, you're going all over the world. You need to start right here. I wish he was on the program right here. He just left this past week. I miss him already. They live up in Alabama. But but when I became the president and took over for him, I told him, I said, Dad, I want to make sure that all the hard work that you've done, you, know, you really refound the ministry, took it out of the ashes. It was almost over. It's almost closing its doors. And you and you, the Lord just worked through you and thrived with you and Mom, and I want to build on that. And he, and and we've been able we've been able to do that over the years. And again, he's been involved since 1972. So that means 50 years. We're celebrating 100 years, and he's been here uh, around and influential for 50 years. I don't know if I'm going to make it another 20 years and be influential as he was, but we're together. Our our we are committed. The whole ministry, every center, every person is that no one is homeless. We want to make sure that our person comes to the door. Maybe we can't do everything that we think we can do to help them because they their, their problems are beyond our capability. We're going to do our very, very best to get them the help they need. And so uh, we can't do it alone. Um, I, I've been here, like I said, 30 years. I've seen volunteers come in. We've opened up our doors, by the way, for our volunteers. Yeah, you don't have to. Do, you don't have to have a skill to come to volunteer, but we'll use your skills. People like to come and, and help put the meal preparation and serve the meals and clean up after the meals. But we also need people to come in and do landscaping, painting, repair work, carpentry, uh, be mentors, help teach in our education centers, uh, be a part of our, our women's ministries and our men's ministries. And I'll tell you a little bit more about those uh, coming up after the, the program. We've got a wonderful testimony today. I want you to stay tuned. Every week, we try to highlight someone who has a changed life to bring it to, re- to reality. We're serving thousands of people during the course of a year, but it always comes down to that one person that needs to be loved, to need to be accepted, to, to, need, to need to be fed, to be clothed and sheltered and help them get on with their life. Well, God bless you. Stay tuned for more Mission Possible right here on News Radio 610 WIOD. Leanne Navarro here, the Senior Community Development Associate for the Caring Place at the Miami Rescue Mission and the Broward Outreach Centers. So excited. Today we have on the phone with us Robert Negron, owner of the coaching speaking business Christ Center Leadership. Robert, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Well, thank you, Leanne. It's a pleasure for me to be on your show today. So thank you so much for this uh, invite. Uh, right uh, right back at you. I mean, I'm so happy that we're we're talking on the radio today, uh, but I'm also very grateful, Robert. I don't want to forget. I want to thank you for the time that you take, that you invest in the residents at the Broward Outreach Centers. That class that you do every week, week after week, you take an hour of your busy time, because I know you're busy, and, and you go to the center and you reach out to the residents, whoever shows to the class, sometimes it's five people, sometimes it's 20, sometimes it's 15. It's amazing the work you're doing to to coach them and teach them, which is something you do, right, um, in your life, but you're also sharing that with formerly homeless individuals. So I want to thank you. I want to get that out right from the get-go because we're, we're so grateful for everything that you do. Well, thank you, and uh, you're very welcome and to me, it's really a blessing to be able to go there, to have that door open, 
that I can feed into these people because I often get so much back in return when I interact with them. And I always make my, my teaching, I always try to make it relatable to where they're, they're part of the discussion and that they feel that their, their input is valued. And I learn from them. I learned here, you know, hearing about things that they're, they've gone through. Uh, are going through and some of the challenges and and it's just uh it's a blessing for me to be able to be part of it all ah so important thank you thank you and and today you're coming in because uh you're you're have an event coming up right um it's a play it's it's going to be beautiful you're also inviting not only our community at large everyone is invited right and you're going to give us all the information for that but you're also you know being again kind enough to invite some of the men in the program as part of our home run home run team and the men will be in attendance to this wonderful event that is happening on June 3rd and June 4th tell us all about it robert Oh, this is, uh, it's going to be an amazing event. We, uh, I'm part of a ministry called the Torch and Trumpet Theater Company. And I've, I've loved singing for probably 30 years now. And, uh, about eight, nine years ago, a door opened for me to take my singing to the next level. And, uh, what we do is we put on dramatic, uh, performances about the life. And most of them are all the, based on the life of Jesus Christ. And um, there's going to be, it's going to be a powerful, powerful display of, of love. You're going to see uh, the actors come together in a powerful way, the beautiful, beautiful singing, uh, dramatic. We're going to be taking different uh, scriptures, uh, different scenes from the Bible, and we're going to be acting them out. And we're going to, it's just going to be a wonderful event. And yes, we've been able to, uh, we're going to have 10 of the men from the Broward Outreach Center attend the show uh, on Saturday. So I'm so excited that they're going to be able to to participate and see this because I believe that a, a picture is worth a thousand words. And when you see the, the scriptures come to life in acting, in drama, in, in beautiful singing, uh, it, it touches your heart in ways that I really believe can't when you just read something i think it's it's going to be a, a wonderful event so i'm so looking forward to it i also i am in the show <clears throat> and i have three different roles um i don't know if i want to share <laughs> what they're going to be but <laughs> you you can plan on if you uh you you probably figure out who it is uh for those who do get a chance to to see the show but i have three roles um i love to do some the acting and i try to bring some passion to my to, to these roles um and just being part of it and the gentleman who's being who's playing jesus does a wonderful job and 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 in me interacting with jesus often i i get tears in my eyes sometimes right on stage while i'm while i'm doing some of these roles because it's it like brings christ right to my forefront Ah, oh, that's so amazing. I mean, it sounds all of our listeners. I mean, you don't want to miss it. June third is going to be at seven thirty at night, and then June fourth is at two p.m. And this is happening at the Hollywood Community Church, and and the ten residents that are going. This is completely free of charge. I mean, the Home Run is sponsoring uh, for them to go. But now, Robert, for anyone that's listening that want to get the tickets right away, how can they do that? They it's very simple. They just need to go to the website called Torch 
and trumpet.com torch and trumpet all one word dot com and then when they go there they'll see a a little place to click where it says buy tickets and that will take them to the next screen where they can select how many adults adults are twenty dollars and children are ten dollars um so we do have a special price for children up to age 12. Got it. And so, and the uh, Hollywood Community Church is located right there off of Taft and 441. It's very easy to, to find. It's a large church. It can, it can hold, I don't know, 600 people, I think. So we're expecting a, a good crowd uh, both days. And, and this again is June third, June fourth. Now, if you're driving, if if we, you know, if you're busy at the moment, you were not able to write down the website torchandtrumpet.com, which is very easy, right? But if you were not able to get that, you call me, Leon Navarro, here at the Miami Rescue Mission. I have the flyer. I have all the information. I I personally know Robert Negron. I can give you all the information if you were not able to make a note of it at this time. Now, Robert, going right on to right after the show, right? So you finish this wonderful thing. You have three roles i mean we cannot wait i I know you're gonna be amazing (laughs) but you have something coming up right after june 17 tell us about that yes starting on june 17th uh as part of my uh coaching business one of the one of the ways that i uh impart what i i I say that i i share principles uh we're going to be starting a 10-week mastermind group and we usually we can have people can connect because we're going to be using Zoom from anywhere, and um, we're going to go through a book written by uh, leadership guru John Maxwell, and the name of the book is called Change Your World, and we're going to take ten weeks to go through this book together as a group. So you're going to be hearing how this material is impacting other people. Where we all learn and grow together. I believe that we don't do this journey of life by ourselves. That 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 we're meant to do this with other people. And that's what I love about the mastermind group is that we get a chance to hear different perspectives from different people. And we often can grow in our own journey when we hear from other people. But the book we're going to go through is called Change Your World. And what it's going to do is it's going to take us through different areas of our life that where we know that we might be maybe we've never even thought about it but maybe in just taking time to reflect what are some of the things that we can change in our in the world around us and then putting an action plan in place to make it happen and not procrastinate but get some things done to where it becomes tangible that by the end of that 10 weeks we have concrete things that we want to go out and achieve and then we're going to make them happen so that's kind of the crux of this book is it's a it's uh, about changing we're, we're all all of us are all all always changing we don't realize it at times but the environment around us is changing technology is changing everything around us is always in a in a constant change and we're gonna everybody those who are gonna be part of this mastermind group are gonna have an opportunity just to stop and say what can I do in my life right now that'll make a big impact in this world. Sounds so amazing. Uh, thank you for sharing that. Now, how can they register for the Mastermind course? For this course, what I would tell them to do is go out to, uh, or send me an email at uh, robert 
at robertjnegron.com. And tell you that they're interested in being a part of it. Listen, Robert, exactly. we are at that point where we, we are out of time. But I want to remind everyone, torchandtrumpet.com for the play. June 17, the Mastermind 10 Weeks program with Robert Negron. Call me here at the Miami Rescue Mission. I have all the information for both the play and the Mastermind uh, 10 Weeks program. Robert, thank you for joining us. And thank you for all that you do to help others in our community. Thank you. Thank you, Leanne. Leanne Navarro here, the Senior Community Development Associate for the Caring Place at the Miami Rescue Mission and the Broadwater Reach Centers. And Patricia McFoy, Community Development Associate for the Miami Rescue Mission and the Broad Outreach Center. Patricia, what a joy to be here with you today. I mean, we're on the phone. I'm in the Miami office. You're in the Hollywood office. This is something that we do, huh? We travel. <laughs> so for those yes, of our... Yes, our, absolutely. <laughs> listen, our listeners, if you want to get involved in Miami or Hollywood, Patricia, myself, the entire team, uh, we are the same team in Miami and Broward County. So that's... That's a great thing, right? But Patricia, we're here today. Uh, I wanted to share with our listeners, if anyone who is out there who supported in any way the event that we had yesterday, right? Cover Girls and Girlfriends. This is groups of women that help women in the center and women who leave our centers, right? We want to continue that support system, not only when they're here, through coaching, through mentoring, uh, through showing them the way, right, if, 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 if I may say, and then when they leave, right, because they don't have a lot of family members, so it's important to continue to support them and, and be there for them. So yesterday, the Cover Girls and Girlfriends had an amazing event uh, to raise funds, um, we were painting, we had refreshments, we had food, uh, we had a beautiful silent auction. So if you supported this event in any way, we want to thank you, right? Uh, but Patricia, let's talk about the gala, right? It's all about the gala from here on out. Yes, it's all about the gala. I am so excited, Leanne, to just be able to be a part um, in celebrating um, the Caring Place, the Mommy Rescue Mission, Broad Outreach Center is just serving our homeless community for a hundred years. I mean, <laughs> this is big. This is amazing. It is such a uh, um, an honor, I would say, for me on my end to be able to be a part of an organization that is that's been serving and doing some great work in the community for a hundred years. So let's talk about gala. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's truly amazing. I mean, I have to I have to tell you, I echo exactly how you feel, right? Because I've been here at the Miami Rescue Mission for ten years, and and to be here for the the celebration of the 100 years it is a big deal right and, and for those of you that are listening that are supporting the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Reach Centers throughout the years uh, please join us in celebrating the success of an organization that has been around for this long right and of course for Broward we've been in Broward for 30 years so 30 years yeah. we're not new in the community uh, homeless individuals in both counties they know about the Miami Rescue Mission they know about the Broward Reach Centers centers and they come to us to change their lives right so that's what we're celebrating the legacy uh the, the legacy of hope right because we're constantly telling our uh the people in the community do not give up 
on the homeless individuals, right? It may be a mental problem. It may be uh, depression. It could be uh, an addiction. It does not matter. Like, don't, don't give up on them. Continue to provide them information so that they can come to a shelter and change their lives for the better, right? But the gala is about celebrating that and we need our community. So when is it happening, Patricia, and what date is happening? Yes, absolutely. The gala will be in October. So you have a lot of time to plan to um, pretty much get ready to be a part of that. That will be October 15th. Um, so we are encouraging everyone. And, and, and for myself, I am excited about the gala, um, knowing that we are celebrating the work that we do in the community for over 100 years. But also, I'm, I would love to meet our supporters, those that have been giving before, that's been supporting the organization since before we were there. We, we, we started to be a part of it, Leanne. So it would be great to celebrate with you all what you have been doing, what your support have been doing in the community. Absolutely. And this, again, Patricia said it, October uh, 15th, this is going to be at the Signature Grand in Davie. If you yes. want to be a part of it, please get in touch with us. My number is 305-572-2004 or Patricia at 305-572-2007. And we will give you all the information about the gala coming up. Thank you for joining us, Patricia. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. Well, once again, we are at that point in our program where we get to talk to people who are experiencing life change or have gone through life change and even though I enjoy interviewing people in the community that are making a difference, my favorite part is this part, and hopefully it's yours too. I have with me today Jonathan, and he's willing to tell us a little bit of his story. So first of all, welcome to the program, Jonathan. Uh, thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for allowing me to be here. And I think you all can hear he has a great radio voice, so we're going to have a great time listening to you. So, Jonathan, go back in time. Uh, you might want to start with something of your family life and then lead us up to what brought you to the mission. Yes. Um, as you all know, my name is Jonathan. Um, I grew up in an intact family, uh, educated. Uh, I was a fortunate child. I was very spoiled. Um, got mostly everything that I wanted. Uh, at the age of around seven years old, I was actually introduced to marijuana from an older brother. Mm. Um, so I started off, uh, at a very early age and I started drinking probably at about the age of eight. We had a family business of grocery stores and things of that nature. Now, so, did your parents know what was going on? Well, I used to grab the beer from my father's hand when he gets home in his easy chair and he's tired and just get the beer. It was an old saying said it said it was good for killing worms. So, mm -hmm. um, I graduated to powder cocaine at the age of fifteen, nice which man. which it was uh, very rough. Um, I started cocaine until about the age of 24, and I actually had a nine-year um, stint of being clean and sober. Mm. Um, I relapsed, and I stayed out. Now, when you relapsed, was would you say there was any depression? Was there, was there a, a catalyst that, that kind of helped that happen? Yes. Uh, life on life terms. My wife, uh, work, a uh, little depression. And 
wasn't exactly doing what I was supposed to be doing anyhow. Um, I was selling narcotics. So, mm -hmm. um, and I wound up staying out for nine years because of my pride. Came back in, stayed clean for three years, and then I relapsed again. And um, just before I was, it was the last day of me staying at my apartment, and I was walking to the store, and I seen one of the guys from the city. And um, I told him, like, listen, I really need help. I really need help. And he told me that there was... Uh, Is that what we call the green shirts? Yes, ma'am. Yes, yes okay. ma'am. And um, he told me that there was a bed available here at the Miami Rescue Mission in which he called uh, a gentleman here, the intake coordinator. And they sent me over and it was on a Tuesday. And I was very blessed because you all do intakes Mondays. on Mondays. And they brought me in and, and I was very grateful. I was very grateful for that, um, which began my road to becoming closer to God. Now, when you say closer to God, did you have any kind of um, background with that? Yes, I grew up. Um, I grew up in the church. And so even though you had this drug usage early in life, there was kind of a dichotomy happening with you back when you were young. You had the church life and you had that other life. Yes, ma'am. I was living two lives, which is very difficult because they say you can't serve two masters. And um, yeah, I veered away from it once I got more and more into the street life. And, uh, okay, well, Jonathan, I'm sorry. We're going to come back to, uh, with you in just a moment and hear the rest of your story. We just have to take one pause here. And I know no one's going to turn that dial because we want to find out what happened to Jonathan and the rest of his story. Well, we're back with Jonathan, and he has led us up his childhood story, which was quite kind of a split story because he had drug use very early on, really came from the family, but at the same time, you had church life also. So that was like two lives at the same time. But then you just uh, told us how you had been on and off, uh, clean, not clean, and um, you just woke up one day and said, I, I got to do something different, found one of the green shirts in the city. That means um, that's the city officials that help people find the right place to go to, and they led you to the Miami Rescue Mission. So let's pick up your story, Jonathan, right there. Yes. Um, when they led me to the Miami Rescue Mission, I came in. I I felt very grateful because, like I said, it was on a Tuesday, and you all don't do intakes on a Tuesday. I had to wait a little while, but um, they got me in, and um, once I was officially in, I felt this peace come over me because I'm like, okay, I can really start working on getting back with a relationship with my God also, you know, and um, Ever since I've been here, a lot of things have, has happened for me. Um, I had to work on my, uh, medical issues too, because when I came in, my blood pressure was like 190 over 120. So you, uh, was really blessed to know that we have the clinic right on campus and you could go and be taken care of right away. Yes, yes. No waiting. No waiting, no waiting. And, um, they worked with me. It took a while to get me on the right medications and, um, now my blood pressure is regulated and where it should be with my pulse rate. Mm -hmm. I also, by me being here and, and, and being disciplined and doing what I'm supposed to do, um, going to the doctor, I had to go and get a colonoscopy, mm. which, um, they found, uh, 
polyps. They scrape one out. The other one is embedded in my colon. So I have to have surgery. But the thing is, if I wouldn't have came in and started doing the medical things and looking after my health, it could have been something totally different. And thank God it wasn't cancerous. Yes. And um, that's why it's so important that as our men and women come to us, whether it's off the street or just from some other way of being homeless, that clinically you're seen right away because these things need to be caught early, whatever the problems are. And we're so blessed that we have the clinic now. Yes. Yes. And uh, with the uh, pastors here, um, my case manager and everybody's here. They help me out when I need um, things done or if I'm having issues, it just don't, I don't have to go to my case manager. I can go to anyone and they help me out with the things I need to be helped out with. I'm just truly blessed. I'm, I'm truly grateful. Uh, I'm getting closer and closer to God, studying the word of God. I'm uh, in Alpha 114 also, which I'm an upper phase client. And I do. Um, yeah, I just want everybody to know that's like being uh, a senior in Harvard here at the mission. That's right. And you're very respected by the others that come in because uh, everybody knows that if you reach Alpha, uh, you really worked hard and you dress differently on campus. And those that are just coming in and going through those other stages, they they look up to you all who are in Alpha and actually ask you to help them. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And one of the things that I do here that I love the most is actually being in the regeneration band, able be able to praise God because I love to sing and especially praise and worship. So I've been blessed. I mean, it, it, it's kept me being in the um, with the regeneration band and it's a band of brotherhood and we all doing the same thing. And mm-hmm. um, it's a beautiful thing. Okay, well, I don't know if you can say your goal in like 30 seconds, but what's your goal? My goal is to get my hazmat on my CDLs. I want to go back to driving tractor trailers again. Okay. Um, so, and I'm working towards that. Okay, well, I'm glad you also um, are going through the education uh, department and you're doing well there. So that's all part of Alpha and uh, getting, you know, all those tools. Uh, in your life so that if that relapse demon comes to you, you go, uh-oh, no, 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 no. I, I have this tool that's going to keep you away. Well, thank you for sharing your story, Jonathan. And we ask our listening audience, pray for Jonathan and the many other men, women, and children that come through our doors in all campuses, Miami and Hollywood. God bless you, Jonathan. Thank you. Wow, what a great testimony from Jonathan. You know, um, we serve hundreds of people every single day, thousands of people in a week, tens of thousands in the course of a year, and yet it all boils down to helping people one by one. We can't help people like Jonathan without your support. I mentioned earlier about our graduation service that we had a week ago. It was a tremendous opportunity to honor those that were that were homeless at one time and now had made the steps in their lives to regain um, their family ties, to regain their purpose in life. And you can help us. You can be a part of changing a person's life like Jonathan. Uh, it often begins with the meal. And I've said that over and over and over, hope often begins with a meal. And with that meal, it's not just throwing out a bag lunch. 
It's also unconditional love. It's saying that you're worth something. God made you to be something special. No matter what you've done in life, you can turn things around. Uh, it's not easy at times. It's very difficult at times. If it was so easy, none of us would have problems, I don't think. But you can help us by providing that first meal. You can go to caringplace.org slash hope. That's caringplace.org slash hope. For $2.10, you can provide that first meal that will sometimes, not all the times, but most times can lead to a, a life change. Can you imagine being on the street for one or two years or maybe even six months um, you know, or, or maybe just a couple days and what it would feel like not to have someone around you to help to be to sleep in a place that may be dangerous, uh, not knowing where your next meal is, having to beg for money. Just think about that and what it would mean. What if you had someone that you loved that was in that shape that just was lost? Did not didn't have a place to turn to, or when they turned to, it was too too much red tape. It was too much uh, directions. You know, when people come to our programs or come to us for help, yes, we're going to have some some uh, rules because we want to make sure people are safe. But we're going to give them love, and that comes from from the the heart of the Lord. We want to make sure that people understand that that even though they've done wrong, even though they've taken wrong turns, even though they've hurt others. They're still hoping. And again, you can help us by going to caringplace.org slash hope. And by the way, this is our summertime. And during the summertime, we realize people are going away. You're not thinking about charities. You want to, school is out. Uh, people are at home. And, and especially with COVID the last two, two years or so, uh, people are spreading their wings, taking vacations. And so it is a little harder for us during the summertime. During the fall, everyone thinks of Thanksgiving and Christmas. Christmas and all the holidays and and charities flourish but during the summer months that's when it can become the hardest and so we really do count on your help we do have funds from other sources but this ministry has been built over 100 years that's 100 years by free will gifts of people in the community and, and I'm telling you I it just thrills me when I see people I see kids doing uh, collections and bring in their coin cases filled with three or four dollars worth of coins just young kids Kids, you know, four and five years old. I want to do this to help some, another child. Or kids will give sometimes their toys that they received during their their, their birthdays or, or holiday seasons. That's real compassion, and that's what we've been around been doing for 100 years is showing the compassion of the Lord to help those that are struggling, moms that come to us that are coming from battered situations, bringing their kids. Sometimes moms bring two kids. Uh, they, they've got their blacked eye, their eyes are blacked, and they're pregnant. And so they're, they're starting just by faith. They're leaving a terrible situation, not knowing what's their future, just bringing their few belongings that they have, and, and, and hopefully that we can help them. And, and we are helping people every single day. We are help changing lives, and we know that we're not doing it just by ourselves. It is a community event. So God bless every single person that's ever given anything to this ministry, uh, either a clothing drive, a money drive, a food drive, a pamper drive, uh, and just come out and volunteer. Well, thank you again for listening today. Make sure you tune in next Sunday right here on News Radio 610 WIOD for another powerful episode of Mission Possible. This podcast was presented by the Miami Rescue Mission Broward Outreach Centers, also known as The Caring Place, www.caringplace.org.